over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. 10 o'clock hour, open home hour, one 767 That's one 888 rosie Text questions, 411-923, or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. We'll help you get anything you're trying to get done around your home, castle, or cabin done this weekend on a beautiful Arizona weekend after the hottest, longest, driest summer on record. We also tied for the coldest temperature on January 25th, and then a week later, it was back up to the 80s where they have a picture of <laughs> a person sitting sunbathing at Tempe Town Lake, and then this poor sucker in Pitts, Pittsfield, Connecticut, cleaning snow off his driveway just to get out of the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can have both in Arizona. That's what's so great about Arizona. That's why we're one of the fastest-growing states in the Union. We, I... I I pay tribute to my dad every day when he told us we were moving from the bayous of South Louisiana to Arizona. I thought he was nuts. <laughs> and that was way back in 1965, man. I got here and I thought, this is the most God-forbidden, forsaken piece of earth I've ever seen in my life. But then I got a first, The first thing I remember liking about Arizona... Hey, there's no Skeeters here. <laughs> and that, and from then on, baby, I learned to love everything about Arizona. We're here at Rosie on the House for you, the Arizona homeowners. Give us a ring at one 767 Press 1 to bypass the auto attendant. You'll get in with sweet Jennifer, and she'll find out your name and your question. Like Charles, who's on hold, we'll go to in just a minute. Uh we got a lot of catch-up to do on other topics, so as we do this, feel free to ring in now, get online, and we'll get to you as quick as we can. Our tip of the week this week, you'll know this if you're a subscriber to our email newsletter, is uh, the weekly to-do is interior trends. So Jennifer and I always try to practice whatever trend is coming up in the future so we can share firsthand experience stories about it. Her interior trend about a month ago was she wanted a new dresser drawer in the guest bedroom. You know how often I'm in the guest bedroom? About every time it needs to be repainted, about every 15 years. <laughs> so I decided this is a perfect thing I can stay completely out of. I'll let sweet Jennifer make her own little shopping trips and her own little Pinterest file and build up an assortment of collections and let her make her choice. So I wanted this dresser, and there were some parameters. You did have a few parameters, like don't use any of the super-duper websites. Find somebody that's, you know, USA, local. And it is hard to tell when when you're on the internet where things are made. Nothing from China. Nothing from China. So Nothing I found this from China. I found this beautiful little website called uh, Grainwood Furniture out of Virginia. And so uh, I did mention to you that because we weren't if you lived there, you could pay ninety bucks to have it put together. But having it shipped from there, we were gonna have to put it together. We. And you yes, said we and were. you and you said, surely 
Any, that can't be too hard. Any knucklehead can any do knucklehead it. Could do any that. knucklehead can put together kit furniture. So, Romy, that has now been in the garage two and a half nights, and it is not yet finished. <laughs> two, two, well, listen, here's the instruction. <laughs> now, listen, there's a couple Ikea things. I was tough. <laughs> well, listen, Gary, I want you to respect this. All right. Jennifer paid $500 for this six-drawer dresser that's five feet long, 32 inches high, 18 inches deep. Solid wood. There's no, there's no MDF board. No, solid wood. Cut, lumbered, milled, finished, shipped from Brazil. To my house in Scottsdale for $500. You know, I can't send two of my carpenters to a house in Scottsdale and, and, and hang a door for $500. But they milled the lumber. It's solid lumber. Milled it, cut it, machined it, finished it, prepackaged it. Shipped it from Brazil to my house. Shipping was a part of free shipping for five hundred dollars from Brazil to here. So that was all included in the five. Everything. Wow. Okay, that's a deal. But you know, it comes from outside America from the instructions. It's written in English, but there's pictures across the bottom of the front page. First picture I didn't see. It's a picture of two people. <laughs> okay. I just kind of went by that one. <laughs> then it was a picture of a hammer. Okay. Got that. Nope. I got I got eight hammers in that one drawer. I, I know I got the right hammer for the job. And then they show a manual screwdriver. Okay. I got plenty of those. No problem there. Flat or Phillips? Well, it, you're going to need both. Okay. Gary. Right. And then you go to page two where it gives you a list of the hardware. To assemble this six-drawer dresser drawer requires 288 screws. <laughs> so How if, if these instructions, it's five foot wide, six drawers, three, 32 inches high, 288 different screws. You know, if these instructions were from America, that would be a cordless screwdriver on the picture. <laughs> not, not a manual screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> now, did the screws and the uh, uh, other fasteners come with it? Yep, or? yep. Okay. All pre-assorted, pre-labeled. I mean, it's really very, very simple. And About 10 o'clock Tuesday night, after I told Jennifer, any knucklehead can put that stuff together. About 10 o'clock Tuesday night, I was calling every knucklehead I knew. <laughs> <laughs> and when, Wednesday morning, one of those knuckleheads said, Rosie, I saw you calling me at 10 o'clock, and the last time I answered a call from you at 10 o'clock, you were stuck axle deep, 140 miles from home, and you needed somebody to come unstick you. He said, I just wished you well, and I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you uh, went. I'm, I'm missing something here because you went to Virginia. Well, the the, the 
company itself is uh-huh. Virginian, but they source their product to Brazil. And I just want to say, if you look at the website, it, there's no formaldehyde. They're sustainable. They're fair wage. Really a nice little company, but um, we just want to make sure we didn't buy anything from China. But anyway, yes. So I guess they don't have cordless screwdrivers in Brazil. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. You you put in 288 screws with a hand screwdriver, man. Man, a screwdriver. My arthritis in my elbow would really be flared up. And then when you're done with it, you have, wait a minute, I have one screw left. Where did this Yeah, go? right, right, exactly. <laughs> I've been surprised. It's an incredibly nice unit for what we paid. It really is. All right, let, you want to get to a call before we get to the break? That's why we're here to take calls. We've got Charles uh, and a wireless caller from Tucson. We'll get to as quick as we can. But let's take Charles first. He's been the most patient Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Rosie. Long time, very long time listener and first time caller. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for joining us. So I had a, uh, give you a quick little rundown on my house. I'm um, over here by ASU West. Uh, house was built in 82, about okay. 1,400 square feet. Okay. Um, and um, it's a block stucco. Uh, it's an east-west facing house. The stucco is on the east east side towards the street. It's all block on the back. Um, I have a... Um, uh, train XL14C um, HVAC we put on about five years ago. All dual pane windows. Uh, house is totally remodeled. Um, after this last brutal summer that we had, um, <laughs> I had a, a lot of problems keeping my house cool, along with a lot of other people. And um, we had a whole home energy audit done. And uh, with the house being being built in 1982, obviously, uh, you know, he found lots of leaks up there. And it was uh, quite a few thousand dollars to uh, make all the repairs, which I did not at that time. Okay. Um, I'm at a position now that I want to uh, get this taken care of. And I'm actually thinking instead of spending uh, probably thousands of dollars to get this sheet metal uh, sealed up air tight up there, I was okay. thinking about having the uh, ductwork completely redone in uh, insulated uh, flex hose. And I just okay. wanted uh, your professional opinion on that. Okay, well, uh, I, it's it, it's going to be a it's going to be a split opinion, and I'm going to need to know a little bit more information. Uh, but let me just ask you two other questions: How long have you been in the house? Uh, since 1993. Okay, and in the middle of a really hateful summer like last summer, what yes. temperature do you like to keep the house in the middle of the afternoon? 73. My kind of man. All right, and you're an APS, and you're an APS customer. Of course. And you're on time of use purchase plan. I am three to eight. Are you saver choice or saver max choice? Um, you know what? I don't remember. I think it's. I don't think it's the max. Okay. So at seventy three degrees, fourteen hundred square foot masonry home, east west orientation. Is there a swimming pool? No. It's all electric. Yes. How many people live in the house? Two. Okay. You're consuming probably about 1,800 kilowatt a month, and I would guess your midsummer bill is running right about 215 to 230. Yes, we were on the equalizer plan, and I okay. believe uh, we, we're just a hair under 200. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, well, know this. Anything you spend from this point forward, from the information they gave you on the home energy audit, and that's a very smart investment, most smart investment you can make. Any investment you make from this point forward, 
you're probably not going to see a very quick return on investment. So the question is, what am I willing to spend to achieve the comfort I want in my home? And if I were going to uh, patch old rigid ductwork, I'd want to assess it really, really close as to how good a condition is it. Has an evap cooler ever been put on the house? Is there any rust in that old ductwork at all? If it's basically sound, I would pay to seal up the rigid as opposed to ripping it all out and replacing it with flex duct, insulated flex duct. My personal opinion, rigid duct in a well-insulated drop soffit in a well-insulated attic is my preference, personal preference, over insulated flex duct. Bringing it back to Rosie on the House. This is our help wanted section of the show. The Arizona General Contractor Association of America. For those of you that may have been in the hospitality industry and maybe you're tired of bussing tables and you'd like to learn how to operate a backhoe. (laughs) Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. Well, the AGC currently has an open enrollment for apprenticeship trust in becoming a heavy equipment operator. Now, I'm telling you what, I've bussed tables. I, that's how I came into the world is bussing tables at, a, at an old, old restaurant in Scottsdale that's no longer around. I was a pretty good busser. Man, I could balance a stack of used glasses better than anybody. But if they had an apprenticeship program where I could have put down them dirty glasses and learned how to run a backhoe. I'd have jumped at that in a New York minute. So they've got these programs coming up. It's the Arizona chapter of the Associated General Contractors Construction Association. Baby, baby, baby. If you know someone, I mean, these these equipments now have stereos and air conditioner. I mean, you could be in the middle of a construction site tearing up raw dirt and building a beautiful, the start of a beautiful subdivision or building site on the side of Camelback Mountain and just creating the foundation and listening to your tunes, listening to your favorite iPod in an air-conditioned setting, and be all to yourself. Uh, excellent opportunity for a career. And I think Jennifer's trying to hire people for Rosie on the House right now. She's good. <laughs> yeah. She was just doing that, looking at the computer. Go. <laughs> yeah, we could use some, some help. We've got a couple of uh, resumes out there, a couple of levels of jobs. If you're interested, you can uh, just reach out to us at info at rosieonthehouse.com, and we can shoot you that um, the requirements. I'd love someone in this position to be strong in admin 
And it would be hard for them not to know something about construction. Okay. Because virtually, Carol, how many phone calls do we take at the office every week? A lot. And how many of them revolve around something having to do with construction? All of them. All of them are way <laughs> over my head. My job is to just take as much detail. I loved our caller earlier because he knew exactly the questions that you were going to ask. He, he had did. it ready. He, he knew what kind of plan you were going to ask him about. Man, everyone should follow his model because Rosie loves those types of questions. <laughs> well, by way of follow-up. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Just that person also needs to be very well uh, versed on the computer, you know, have a, be able to get around the Internet and use some of the programs for writing and um, recording and stuff like that. So uh, recording information, not like data broadcast entry. recording. Yeah, data yeah. entry. Thank you for that. <laughs> that word. I'm glad she's never put that on my resume <laughs> job description requirement. <laughs> Thank you for being so gracious with me. One of the gals, one of the... Somebody called and said they were interested in the job. I said, oh, I need a girl Friday. She said, oh, I'm only available on Saturdays. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I know that's, that's an old term, so I won't keep saying that. Girl Friday just means kind of an all-around person. And the last person doing that job for us was a, uh, a young man. Yes, he was very good. He was very good, very good. I hated losing him. Um, by way of follow-up, which we always try and do at some segment of the show, I had a call, actually a letter, Responding to Clay Jansen of Focus Insurance, who was in the studio with us. Was that last week or a couple weeks Two ago? Two weeks. Two weeks ago. And um, the gentleman says, uh, I listened to the program uh, about repair of the water line you discussed. And for quite a while, various cities have been offering this protection to homeowners. And they're really not offering it. They're just sponsoring a third-party service to provide it. And then they're getting, a, the cities are then getting, not only, I believe, a little cut of the action, but they're, they're, they're delegating a, a headache in the future. Because whenever you get a break in your water line, what's the first thing you do? Call the water department. Come fix it. And what's the first thing they tell you? It's on your side of the meter. This is on you, buddy. So for a lot of reasons, the cities want you aware that from the meter to your house is your responsibility. And some genius in Philadelphia came up with the idea of selling insurance for replacement of those lines. And his, in his entrepreneurial genius, he partnered with the cities to convince them this is the way to go. And I wanna come back on why I should tell you, never, ever, ever buy that third-party insurance. More details right after this break at Rosie on the House. Oh, I like that. That sounds good. You can let that roll. All right, folks, we've been talking for the last few weeks about the headlines Ford Motor Company is making with all their new lines of vehicles. Wall Street Journal, January 23rd. Headline, Ford F-150 Power Boost Hybrid. The juice runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Back in December 6th, the 21 F-150 Hybrid, Ford's 
latest home run. January 24th, right here, local newspaper, F-150 excels with new tech features. Here we go again, January 2nd. They're comparing the F-150 with a competitor. 2021 Ford F-150 versus blankety blank, 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 blank. I won't mention the competitor out of a courtesy of polite uh, professionalism. But let me just tell you, after the comparison, the article ends, announces the winner, the Ford F-150. Bronco Sport, also a blast, roomy, eye-catching, fun, off-road, offering uh, appealing features and reasonably affordable. That's right. Actually, the, the Bronco Sports start at 26.6, which I'm sure Sanderson Ford, you can get them for less oh, than baby. off of MSRP. Uh, the 245 horsepower is over 60 horsepower more than the leading competitor. The 2.0 engine was quicker on the road and more capable off. That's your new Bronco Sport. Again, folks, these are headlines. These aren't ads we're reading to you. And Sanderson has two of these just for test drivers. Those Broncos, they're sitting right there on the lot. One of them's got my name on it. John just doesn't know that yet. Um, so, with a car manufacturer repeatedly hitting these headlines, these third-party testimonies, about how great they're doing. If you decide that's the brand for you, why wouldn't you go shop at a Ford dealership right here in Arizona that's 64 years old, still operated by the same family, and is the most award-winning dealership in America? No reason not to. Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale, but on Saturdays because they're never open on Sunday. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you to join the conversation. We go now to Phil in Tucson. We talked about paint last hour. Yes, he we wants did. To talk about a new specific type of paint. Welcome, Phil. Uh, hello, Rosie. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I have, I have a, a masonry house, and a portion of it is smooth stucco over the masonry. I'm curious about the difference between ceramic paint compared compared to regular paint for painting that surface. Well, that's a that's a great question, and and Phil, I'm gonna answer your question. But to all the rest of the listeners who want to hear about my answer on water supply line insurance policies, I will get to that right after I finish answering Phil. Phil, masonry home, stucco painted. Very smooth stucco. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Listen, there, there is a place for elastomeric paint. But I'm willing to stake my reputation on it. It's not your stucco walls. Here's my reasoning. If, if um, Have you lived your whole life in Tucson, Phil? No, I haven't. Where are you from? Uh, first 30 years in California, second 30 years in Alaska. Okay, okay. That's all I uh, need to know. Okay, in Alaska. Cold. It hasn't started snowing yet, but it's that cold Alaska rain. And you've got your jacket on and your hood on. 
Have you ever had a tear in the back of that jacket where the rain just barely creeped in and got on the back of your neck? Well, pretend yes. Not a tear, but it runs down the back of your neck anyway. Okay. If I put a raincoat on my house, which is elastomeric paint, and it develops the least little bit of crack, the moisture is going to get in behind it. And as long as they're willing to try and guarantee it, I will guarantee in that amount of time it's going to crack. It's going to crack where it joins dissimilar material. It's going to crack at outside corners. It's going to crack where it wasn't put on to manufacture specifications of four mil, which is as thick as a credit card. Okay. Once you've got that raincoat on and you have a loss of integrity anywhere, the size of a pinhole and moisture starts getting in behind it, you, my friend, have a problem. Masonry home, smooth stucco, that, that product, that application is screaming for a 100% acrylic exterior paint. It lets your house breathe. You'll get 7 to 10 to 12 years out of it, depending on the color you select and the quality of paint you apply. And it is going to cost about one-fourth as much money. So for my money, exterior acrylic paint is the right product to use. And those are just a few of my reasons. Does it make sense? Yes, it does, because I get that leak somewhere in it, and I get those bags of water that start eating the, uh, eating the stucco. And you and and when it's locked the moisture inside the stucco, you know where it's going, right? Oh, absolutely. It's going inside your insulation and your wall cavity and your two by four or two by six studs and your drywall and your baseboard, and it's just it's just living in there. So, um, I have a lot of people in the industry trying to change my mind on this, uh, and the only answer I can give them is. Check with me again in 12 years, and let me, look, let me take a look at it, and we'll go from there. Because we, we made, Rosie Romero made a lot of money painting homes in Desert Highlands and uh, Desert Mountain with elastomeric paint back in the 80s and the 90s. And I'm sorry to say we made a lot of money tearing all of that off and repainting it all in acrylic exterior paint. Call me old-fashioned, but that's where I stand right now. I'm a firm believer. You know, we've got a paint company that will give you a 10-year guarantee with exterior acrylic paint. Now, it's it's the top-of-the-line Sherwin-Williams yes, paint. You yes, can't, it is. You can't go buy right. your generic paint. That's right. That's right. You have to have them do it with their brand of paint. That's correct. That's 10 years. A lot of the elastomeric guys will guarantee it 25 years. But they cost four to five times as much money. Do the math. And measure your risks. 
I'll let it rest at that. Let me go back to insurance and water lines, okay? And a lot of that ceramic coating, you know, that was actually designed for waterproofing on dams and lighthouses. You know, it's, it's not the application in residential. You know, these are structures that um, people aren't living in. These are structures. <laughs> the moisture is, is consistently the same. You know, it, it's, it's a completely different application. They, it has its use. It's just right now for residential it, home application, it's, it's way too costly and, and not, a, what we, not, not a great investment for your home. And real th- quick, before you get to that, the continuation of that letter, that was written by Mr. Bob Wolf. I'm sure him and his lovely wife are listening this morning, so good morning, you guys. Hope you're having a good Saturday. They are January staycation winners. They're going to be going, letter? That letter? About the water lines? Mm-hmm. He wrote that, and oh. he said that uh, he's actually in the market to be buying his next Sanderson Ford, so okay. we're excited <laughs> right. to get him okay. set up that's with a, maybe his permanent ride. That's a triple ride. threat right hey, there, he's man. Just, he's, just, nice. he's just a part of the family, a staycation winner, a regular listener. Remind me, where is he going? A letter writer london bridge resort at lake havasu okay that'll be nice well his question was listening to the show two weeks ago we were talking about insurance policies for home and making sure you've got adequate coverage he has received letters that look like they're coming from the city they're not although the city is sponsoring it they're coming from a third-party insurance company out of the east coast and they're they're offering you insurance to replace the water line and or sewer line and or electric line between the utility company's transformer or the utility company's water meter uh, up to your house. It's your responsibility to maintain that section of their line. And they sell you this coverage. And I'm not a fan of it at all, even though Many of the homes in Phoenix are aging to the point they're probably going to need this done. And here's why I'm not a believer in it. You're buying an insurance policy from a brilliant genius of a man who lives on the East Coast who's making gajillions of dollars, and I don't hold that against him one bit. But his company's policy is to get as many people online buying that as possible, and they're going to want to save as much money as possible should the repair ever need to be done. If you want to insure the utility lines at your home on your property, contact whoever writes your homeowner's insurance. They have a vested interest in knowing you personally and keeping you happy. And no local representative of your homeowner's policy is ever going to tell you you have to use this person. It's the same reason I don't like home warranties because home warranty companies go out and they come into Phoenix and they say, we want every air conditioning contractor that's willing to operate at, at below cost to do home warranties and we'll figure out how you're going to make money later. Those people aren't on your property representing your best interest okay so i'm against home warranties generally speaking and i'm against you buying these policies unless you want to spend the money do it with a rider on your homeowner's insurance policy this particular writer said that he became aware of this through his next door application and someone bought coverage uh 
for $10,000 for $24 a year. This guy, who, <laughs> who just happens to have the same person carrying their homeowner's insurance that carries my homeowner's, he bought $12,000 worth of coverage for $30 a year. And he, you haven't lost any control over who will do the repair when it's time. So, Bob, we appreciate the letter. Appreciate your listening. Have a great time at Lake Avisu, London Bridge Resort. Come in. We also had someone write in saying that we should try the Himalayan Grill in Flagstaff. I'll make that drive for some good food. Okay. <laughs> They're right across the street from Bun Huggers. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Wait, if I'm parking in Bun Huggers parking way, lot, which I'm way not do gonna... you turn? <laughs> oh, they have. They're they're like. Um, what was it? Chuck box. They were yeah. like the old chuck box. It's flame, and oh, they've yeah. got it on the wheel, the grate, and it's up or lower, yep. and they put all the tr- fixings on top yourself. Hard to beat. I don't know how you could walk away from it. For those that are just tuning in at our affiliates, we were talking about food for three minutes, so that's why. <laughs> if it sounded weird. I mean, why not? Yeah, <laughs> amen. Going to lunch. It Going takes a lunch. gravity stronger than anything this earth has to pull Romy away from a burger joint. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Let's get back to the calls. Mike Capuria next on the line. Welcome to the program. How may we help you as he's turning the radio in the background down? I think it's on the back side over there. Yeah, I've been there. It's just that once I get down to that. All right, Mike's a little busy, so we're going to put him on He's preoccupied. (laughs) And we've got our Tucson caller being screened right now. So, hey, have you seen – we we read a lot of different things, Uh, different publications, magazines, um, one newspaper I've actually I subscribe to the it's the only one I personally physically get a hard copy for but you get it weekly it's called the Epoch Times and they had an article about borax do you use borax at all you know in the remodeling company we use it quite a bit when when we're installing cabinets and stuff it's a great natural insecticide and that's one of the features that it lists on here on all the different household uses but do you know the 20 mule team? Do you know why it's called that? Because that's how many mules it took to haul the trailers out of Nevada at the Borax Mine. Uh, at Ca- California. It's okay. along oh. I-40. You can actually see it. it okay. You can see the mine, and it still says uh, 20 mule team road, but they had to take it. They had started with 10 mule teams, but they had to move it to 20 because it wasn't enough to pull it to the railroad, but they still use it today. And, what, and a very abundant amount. But that is, uh, I, I saw that, and I thought it's funny because you don't see that a lot, but that is something every household should have is that, I mean, it, it's right. very universal. When we, when we do, when we can't talk a homeowner out of framing their house and they're just insistent, I'm going to frame it and not do it out of masonry, we generally will take the bottom four feet of the lumber and spray it with a borax treatment to try and increase, increase the insect deterrent and, and the termite deterrent. Um, so borax is a great product. And before we set cabinets, we like to spread it on the ground, tuck it in there, and it's kind of a natural insect control back in all those wet spots in the kitchens and the bathrooms and underneath all those cabinets. Just about any laundry aisle, you can find it. Yes. Got Mike back. 
All right, let's uh, see if we can help Mike Hello. in Peoria. Real quick. What you working on? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the only guy in the state of Arizona that's building a wooden boat. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I haven't found any information on it. <laughs> but uh, the bottom of the boat, you know, is going to be uh, uh, nice and shiny, and, and I'm going to end up painting it white somehow. And uh, all the top and sides will be about 147 coats of varnish. But uh, I understand there's a product called Dynel. Have you heard of that? Mike, you're outside my expertise, boat painting. <laughs> but you're very lucky. And then I got a lot of Cajun friends down in South Louisiana. They, they spend a lot of time building them boats and painting them boats. So I'm going to be able to get you the right information. But I'm going to have to hand deliver it to see where you're building this boat and what you're building, and give you the absolute most accurate information I can. I was at Butcher Jones Beach three years ago, just before my crash. And we were there on the beach. A man carried a kayak from his car to the edge of the water. There was the most beautiful handmade wood kayak it was literally a piece of art i almost drowned him just so i could have his kayak it was absolutely gorgeous but i don't know what to use but i'll find out for you mike i won't make that this phone call absolutely pointless i will find out for you we'll get that information to you speaking of water we've got a homeowner writing in asking they, whenever they turn on water in their house, they're hearing a banging sound. Any any idea where that's coming from? Yeah, that we've got articles on our DIY database on that. Just look up air hammering, and they'll get to send them that link that'll give them the details on how to fix that. It's a fairly cheap uh, if you can solder it. Uh, if you can solder copper without burning your house down, it'll take you five minutes to do after you get back from your your local plumbing store. And the fact that it's doing it with every fixture, they're going to have to do a whole house pressure reduction valve out at the meter. So uh, sometimes only one, only one thing triggers that, and it's generally a problem with that particular valve. And we can handle it really cheap with an air hammer arrester. When every valve they turn on in the house is making that noise, we need to treat the problem at the water manifold where the water's coming into the home. We're not going to have time to take Gary, calling from Tucson, has a question about what is the best water filter. I'll answer him off air, and then we'll fill everybody else in next week on what I think is the best water filter. How about that? We also have a great resource on water treatment and water filtration at in our DIY database at rosyonthehouse.com, which is where you can go between now and next Saturday when we're back on air. Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, onthehouse.com. Y'all have a great week, and if there was something you missed or came in partway through the conversation and wanted to hear the whole thing or re-listen to something, Gary will have the podcast up here, oh, about another hour or so. Rosie, on the house.com and the homeowner resources, just click on the radio podcast tab.